Hi, I'm Connor Svensson, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 29th of March, 2021. Highlights this week include the leading decentralized exchange Uniswap have announced their V3 release, Time Magazine and Tesla are now accepting crypto, and Microsoft is considering for their Xbox platform. There's been another large Beeple NFT sale, this time the funds going to environmental innovation, and also real-world NFTs with William Shatner. Uniswap have announced their V3 platform, which will be going live next month. One of the big changes that they're making here is a new type of licensing. With the existing Uniswap platform, they, they license the code using what's called GPL, which basically means that other companies are able to take the code and spin up their own equivalent versions of Uniswap, which is what we saw happen with SushiSwap uh, late last year. In order to protect themselves from this, Uniswap are changing their licensing to use what they call a business source license, which basically means that their code will be protected for a period of time to prevent people from being able to take it and uh, use it on other platforms. In terms of the actual big features that are coming with Uniswap v3, they're, they're looking at uh, their liquidity provisions so that people have got more control over the price ranges of the pools where they're allocating their capital. They're also starting to provide multiple fee tiers as well, which will allow people when they pull their assets in Uniswap to actually be appropriately compensated for taking on different levels of risks. And so the, the way in which Uniswap is going is moving away from how SushiSwap, sushi their main rival, is, is going about it. As Uniswap's more focused on some of the underlying technical issues and making the actual experience better for the end users and being one of the, you know, well, being the leading decentralized exchange, it kind of makes sense for them to really be on the cutting edge there with their innovation. In other news, uh, following a $6.5 million fine from the CFTC, which has recently been settled, a Coinbase hasn't confirmed when their IPO is going to be going ahead, but it's likely to be in April, as we mentioned last week. Uh, what's what's come out this week, though, has been a bit more information about you know, what caused these fine. And there were two core underlying items. One of them was that there was trade activity on their GDAX trading platform, uh, where there was allegedly wash trading by a Coinbase employee back in 2016. And also the, the CFTC claims that the Coinbase had delivered uh, false, misleading and inaccurate reports concerning transactions uh, in digital assets uh, during a historical period between 2015 and 2018. In uh, other news, uh, Elon Musk has now said that uh, you can buy a Tesla using uh, your Bitcoin and the, the payments that are actually processed in Bitcoin will not be converted into fiat. Microsoft as well, they're now polling their Xbox users to see if they'd be interested in being able to pay for Xbox titles and so on as using Bitcoin as a payment option. In terms of legislation in India, there's been changes whereby Indian companies now have to disclose their crypto holdings in their financial statements. Uh, India is also said to be banning the usage of cryptocurrency. This is one area which um, is somewhat controversial, but uh, it'll certainly be fascinating to see if uh, more regulators follow suit in terms of companies having to explicitly disclose what their crypto holdings are versus other assets, because in a lot of jurisdictions right now, the actual holdings are kind of bundled into reserves that they don't have to necessarily be differentiated from cash if uh, they don't want to disclose that information. A crypto social network called BitCloud has also been launched, which has a number of high profile investors behind it, as well as skeptics. The whole idea here is that it's a social crypto exchange where users can buy and sell tokens based on people's reputations, including tokens for people who are not on the platform. For those of you who have read uh, Accelerando by Charles Stross, there's certainly some parallels there with people being able to trade in their reputation online. In the Ethereum 2 uh, network news, 
uh, the ETH2 team Lighthouse have uh, succeeded in demonstrating an ETH1 and ETH2 merge transaction. This basically means that uh, an Ethereum 1, i.e. the current public Ethereum blockchain, they demonstrate one of those transactions taking place on the ETH2 network using ETH2 validator nodes. This will ultimately provide a 99.98% reduction in power consumption by the Ethereum network. And there's a huge push happening at the moment for in Ethereum to actually get onto the new ETH2 platform, which is live as soon as possible. So then all of these criticisms about uh, Ethereum and NFT power consumption uh, no longer become a thing as, as such. And sources say that it could actually happen within the next 12 months, which would be a huge achievement given how much value there is on the Ethereum platform. In scaling news, the Optimism Network, one of the leading scaling layer two scaling technologies for the Ethereum network, they've announced that they're going to be delaying their, their network launch until July, unfortunately. They had been talking about it April, but it looks like they've had to give themselves a bit more time with the work there. And then also the Ethereum developer, Vlad Zamfir, who was very involved with uh, the Casper the proof of stake consensus mechanism, uh, has actually filed a, uh, a lawsuit against uh, the blockchain company called Casper Labs uh, with their usage of the name. Many people, and Vlad obviously included, feel that uh, this company's kind of piggybacked on the name of this Casper technology to get a lot of uh, attention rather than being people that were involved in the original development of the, the Casper proof of stake technology. So another one to watch and see how it plays out. In enterprise news, Ernest & Young have uh, launched a cryptocurrency tax calculator for their US customers. So this enables companies to actually calculate their capital gains on uh, crypto transactions. Also, the Danish Red Cross has uh, launched a $3 million um, blockchain-based volcano disaster relief bond. And finally, as well in enterprise, Microsoft have announced the completion of their ION uh, V1, uh, which is launched on the Bitcoin mainnet. So this is their decentralized identity platform that we spoke about briefly last week. But basically, by uh, the fact they actually run these uh, these nodes that uh, then store data on the Bitcoin network to provide a fully decentralized identity platform. So it's another huge innovation uh, coming out of Microsoft. In DeFi, uh, a project uh, that emerged on the Binance Smart Chain recently uh, is has has basically pulled the rug for, uh, from underneath investors, taking more than 2.4 million dollars uh, in funds, which were drained from. Uh, trading pools uh, on exchanges running on Binance Smart Chain. So they were on ApeSwap and PancakeSwap. Uh, the Brave browser has also uh, said that they plan to integrate a dedicated Binance Smart Chain DeFi wallet. And one of the funny things about the press release here as well is where you, you read the names of, you know, so some of the, the Binance Smart Chain uh, based projects, which we've obviously heard PancakeSwap before, but you also have BakerySwap, Beefy Finance, uh, and many more such as uh, Venus and Auto Farm. So it's, it's, it's great great to see all the names that people are coming up with for these uh, these these are the real platforms running on top of Binance Smart Chain and some, some of the other blockchains. In the uh, NFT world, uh, Time Magazine has been making a lot of noise uh, in, in a few different areas. First of all, they're looking to hire a new CFO who has uh, who is comfortable uh, with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, they uh, say on the job description. Uh, they've also auctioned uh, four special edition NFTs where they they managed to sell for just under 450,000 US dollars. Three of these were magazine covers from previous editions of Time magazine. And uh, they also included uh, an NFT, which was all, all three of those there. And the other thing as well is that the magazine's also starting to accept payment for subscriptions uh, in crypto too. We've mentioned previously about Jack Dorsey uh, 
auctioning off his first ever tweet um, as an NFT and that that sale has now completed. Uh, he sold for 2.9 million. Uh, he's donated all of the proceeds to an African relief charity and uh, the, the buyer was someone called Sina Estavi who's the CEO of Bridge Oracle which is a public oracle system that runs on the Tron blockchain network. Uh, in other news in NFTs, Tron's Justin Sun also paid $6 million for uh, a Beeple that was sold as part of Nifty Gateway's Carbon Airdrop uh, where all proceeds went to the Open Earth Foundation. So the Open Earth Foundation, its motivation is to scale proven technologies to build out climate solutions, but with a commitment to collaboration with a global community of uh, innovators, which includes international universities, uh, organizations, government agencies, and not-for-profits. They've worked with the World Bank, Yale University, MIT, the Linux Foundation. It's gonna be great to see these proceeds going to an organization that has got so much focus on being able to help uh, address uh, climate change with innovative uh, approaches. The cryptocurrency exchange Crypto.com as well has just launched an NFT platform and they're going to be including content uh, from some big names there including people like Snoop Dogg, Lionel Richie and Boy George. John Cleese has also created his first NFT which is basically a, a sketch of the Brooklyn Bridge which is listed on OpenSea currently with uh, the, the bidding at 36,000 and as well William Shatner, he's a third millennia company, has teamed up with London uh, firm Materium to launch a crypto tech and anti-counterfeit venture to safeguard uh, digital commerce in uh, cultural markets. So the idea here is that you have real world asset NFTs, so not digital NFTs in the, the respect of these digital artifacts, but you have these NFTs that are tied to real world assets. And he's got a lot of uh, uh, memorabilia and props from um, you know his very historic roles, including Captain Kirk in Star Trek and uh, Danny Crane from Boston Legal. So it's uh, it's fun to see these these two areas starting to merge together in terms of real world as well as digital NFTs. In terms of the metrics, the crypto market cap uh, has stayed relatively st uh, static this week. It's at 1.77 trillion dollars. The assets locked in DeFi have dropped slightly by 5% down to 41.17 billion. And the values of NFTs uh, sold in exchange in the last seven days is, is down almost 40%, uh, down to 36 million. But this might also be that there hasn't been as many high profile uh, exchanges of valuable assets in this last week. And the sales uh, average price is back down to $1,000 on average. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. Links to all items discussed are available in the show notes at our website, weekinblockchain.com. We're also hosting a weekly clubhouse room every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT, if you'd like to discuss any of the items we've covered here. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.